Well, it's a pleasure to welcome back to MSU today, Marita Gilbert. Dr. Gilbert is the Associate Dean of Diversity and Campus Inclusion for MSU's renowned College of Osteopathic Medicine, and here again to talk about one of the, if not the, one of the signature celebrations of Black History Month on the MSU campus, the Dr. William G. Anderson Slavery to Freedom Lecture Series. Marita, welcome back. I'm happy you invited me back. I know you like, you know, hanging out with me. Well, that's right. (laughs) And you've brought one of your distinguished guest lecturers with you, MC Light. MC, welcome to campus. Thank you. Thank you very much. Marita, why don't you introduce us to MC? Tell us why you thought she would be great for the lecture. So I'm going to ask her how she would like for us. Light is cool. Light, because that's how I remember. Okay. (laughs) So, Russ, um, first I want to start by saying, so if you were a particular black girl growing up when I grew up, MC Light was was like the pinnacle, right? So for me... um, you know, this was before cell phones, mm-hmm. right? That digital yeah. age. So I used to still have to go get like Vibe magazine. Word up. Right, the source. And we actually, um, before you had a digital wall, like I actually had posters of my favorite artists mm-hmm. on my wall. And MC Light was one of the people that was featured prominently when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And so it is an honor um, just to have you here to talk with us in our Slavery to Freedom series. Um, Thank you. For black girls who grew up to be black women like me. Yeah. Um, it, it was important to have you here during our celebration of 50 years of hip-hop. So, mm-hmm. having said that, this is a legend, an icon, um, and someone who has been really just impactful in hip-hop culture. So, we're excited to welcome you to Michigan State University and the College of Osteopathic Medicine. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. I am excited to be here with you all. Um, Michigan is a place that I come to often. Mm And so to get on the outskirts of Detroit Mm -hmm. is great to be able to, you know, to just be here on campus. It's great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we like to think of ourselves, East Lansing, because, you know, we're the home of the Spartans. Mm. We think of ourselves as central. But, you know, I I understand. Okay, okay, cool. Um, Everybody is the center of their own universe. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. (laughs) That's so awesome. And, And Light, I mean, you probably get asked to do many things. Why was it important for you to commit to doing the Anderson Lecture Series? Well, you know what? I... This is actually my first of the year, my first lecture series of the year or interview or uh, so here being with you today. Wonderful. We're honored. um, Spending a lot of time in the creative mode. Mm -hmm. So when given the opportunity to get out and talk with people and meet with people and just get a temperature for what's happening, um, I love to be able to take advantage of those types of uh, scenarios. And so this just fit Mm -hmm. right in. And um, I'm here to participate, which means not just to talk and Mm -hmm. spread and share my point of view, but also to gain some knowledge about how others are feeling. Yeah. And, you know, Marita, I should say first, we could spend the whole conversation going over MC Light's distinguished career. If people want to go to Wikipedia (laughs) or Google, we want to hear more of her thoughts on that on today Mm -hmm. on this program. So Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit what you're going to talk about? 
in the address well, and sort of are there some things you hope people take away or you're like here's what I right. talk about you take away what you want you know? well you know what it's, it's a Q&A mm-hmm. which is great so we get to follow the tempo yeah. of, of what's happening in conversation and you know I've done many lectures and I've done many panels I always feel and I've actually hosted them and moderated them as well and I feel like you get the most out of what it is the people came to see when you involve them in the questionnaire. Mm. And so for me, it's just about um, not just being on a soapbox, just talking, but actually mm. giving and responding to what's happening in the moment, but also, you know, somewhat satiating the the viewership, those who are there to to take in all that we have to offer. And Marita, yeah. what are you hoping your colleagues and friends take from this so evening? We are going to have a moderated discussion first. Um, what do I want them to take? So, a couple things. Some of what some of the things we talked about yesterday. Really, first of all, why it is important to commemorate, to honor, to celebrate Black histories and Black futures. Right, that I don't see them as separate. Um, for us to actually talk about that, that there is a space like it is not something that we hide in a closet or these are, you know, um, uh, not topics to be discussed. Um, I think also it's really important to me that we have intergenerational dialogues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is, you know. Um, you are definitely committed to that. Yes. I am. I am. So it's interesting to think about this idea of like hip hop being 50, Right. And then also that I have students who are coming up in this era. And um, the way I started and talked about um, why this woman was so important to me, not just as a rapper. Right. But um, the kind of dignity and power that she personifies. There are students Mm -hmm. that I have that are holding women in hip hop in the same regard. Right. But also don't know Mm -hmm. some of the struggle, don't know some of the history, don't know some of the Mm. um, victories, right, Mm -hmm. that have been won. And so um, it is always important to me that we connect those. Mm -hmm. Um, And then lastly, I mean, this is Black History Month. I want it to be joyful, Mm -hmm. right? I I think that's really important more than anything. You know, um, I was in the grocery store and somebody was like, I'm so excited. (laughs) Y'all are bringing MC Light, right? Like, I want folks to be jubilant. Yes. Um, I want there to be different kinds of presenters and I want to be able to share all these different threads of freedom movements, right? Past and present, but then also to to have these opportunities to probe kind of what it is we should be freedom dreaming about for the future. So those are some things that freedom I... Freedom dreaming. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in light, how are you reflecting? This is, we could have a conference with 50 years of hip-hop. You've right. been involved in much of it. What are you kind of reflecting in on these well, 50? Well, what it, what it is that, uh, that the doc just shared um, resonates in terms of intergenerational uh, connection mm-hmm. or, uh, um, within our company, Sunny Girl and Hip-Hop Sisters, we just call it the, the circle of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, younger teaching and showing older and older teaching and and showing younger. And I think that's really important. And then I just had a couple of new thoughts that uh, metamorphosized, so to speak, or manifested. 
when uh, when you were talking about the supermarket visit, mm-hmm. I thought, um, first off, how great it is to be here because um, I've made many trips throughout my entire career to uh, Michigan mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the surrounding states and, and cities. And I just could only imagine at that age for me back in Brooklyn, it was salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, um, Shah Rock many, yes. many years ago, but Sha- uh, Roxanne Shante and, you know, it was just a, a bunch of women who stood for not just equality, but stood against misogyny yes. and also just stood as, you know, beacons of strength. And I imagine I may have been able to do that for a generation of women, several generations you of women. You should claim that because you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, thank you. I think one of the the things that was important, right, I talk about this idea of it being a visual, right? Mm-hmm. I had this visual before me every day. I think one of the things that was so powerful for me visually mm-hmm. was um, the way that you showed up was really not about anybody else's gaze. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> know what I'm true. saying? Like mm-hmm. not this marketed idea of who MC Light was, mm-hmm. right? It was all very intentional. And of course, you know, it was that 90s black girl style, right? So I did have the stacks. I had the hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Asymmetric. You know, I had that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I had the the earrings. I'm still wearing hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also very much about like, I determine how I present my body. I determine mm-hmm. through my lyrics how I present my intellect, my wit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really kind of gave us permission to take up space in that way right Mm -hmm. that that we could that we could construct these ideas about who we were as young girls and as we became young women Mm -hmm. you know fully fledged women Mm -hmm. right um that was an image for me that was really and i've kept that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and this idea the word that came to mind was being self-possessed okay Right. Even in the midst of the clatter, the clamor. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, maybe you should be more feminine or maybe you should dress this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some of us. Right. That that um, determination. To declare, no, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is who I'm going to be. <laughs> and you can mm-hmm. take it and leave it. Right. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that was an artistic vision, whether that was professionally, mm-hmm. whether that was. um You know, I started my career in athletics. There were not a lot of black women in athletics Mm -hmm. at the time. I work in medicine now. Mm -hmm. There are still not a lot of black women in medicine. Mm -hmm. And so that that self-determined kind of um, embodiment of self for me is something Mm -hmm. that I got from you, Latifah, of -hmm. course, um, and also just the way that you kind of demanded to be seen even Mm -hmm. in hip hop, right? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? Yes, it was extremely intentional to be free. Mm -hmm. And because we were so early in the game, no one tried to regulate Mm -hmm. or tell us that we had to show up any other way but ourselves. They didn't tell us what to rhyme about. They didn't Mm -hmm. tell us um, how to be or, you know, what to dress like or they just let us be ourselves. And it wasn't until they realized, oh my goodness, okay, so we had 
such a win in this area with this artist. Now we're going to cookie cut all of them to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's happened across the board, not just with women, but also with the guys. Yes. And so if you happen to fall into those sort of boxes of of what their possibilities are, then you're good to go. I just happened to come before a lot of the regulated situations mm-hmm. came about. So so when I think of even just my lifetime, mm-hmm. right? So we had you, we had Latifah, we had Moni Love. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Salt and Pepper because they were the early like, oh no, and we're going to be able to talk about sex- our sexuality if what we you want to, me? right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, so many. I remember also kind of this moment when Lauren Hill showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and how all the black girls were just, mm-hmm. um, I think equally taken, but it was, um, also the artistry, right? Like I can, I can rhyme, I can sing, sing mm-hmm. I can act. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there was kind of this new vision, mm-hmm. um, for who we could be, um, in the music industry mm-hmm. as creatives, um, you know, showing up with natural hair and then locks and Mm -hmm. then like, nope, this is it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) right? mm -hmm. Um, That was important. I think also really about um, Missy Elliott, Mm -hmm. who is one of my all-time favorite just artists. And I, right, like, Mm -hmm. um, I hate when people will be like, oh, young people will never know. Okay, but really, mm-hmm. they've always grown up with this platform of being able to kind of see the music, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't live in our time when <laughs> music it. video, right? Like, right. that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. And the way, um, so yes, as a producer, we heard some of her tracks, but the way that she just took the whole scene artistically mm-hmm. um, and pushed us, mm-hmm. Right. Like I think there was early on um, Public Enemy with their videos like that was like a real like, nope, we doing resistance. We telling this narrative. Mm -hmm. But Missy did the whole she did it in a different way about this with this creativity. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was also kind of and I own all of it, the Mm -hmm. whole vision. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've produced the track. Um. These are my lyrics. Mm-hmm. I did the treatment for the video. I'm in the video. I'm central to the video, right? Like, man, that was this other moment of like possibility for us, mm-hmm. right? Um, which was, it can all be about my vision and the service of my vision, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it did open up the doors for us to have um, a number of, of other women to come through and to be free, uh, to be wholly themselves creatively. Mm-hmm. Well, sort of, right? Like we still have some marketed uh, right, kinds right, right, of imagery, right. but, mm-hmm. um, but again, like it was that, that next step in the moment of like, no, I can do all these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for little girls that grew up to, to see like, oh no, all these things are possible. Mm-hmm. Whether, um, whether they became hip hop artists or, Attorneys, right? Or educators or mm-hmm. scientists, and mm-hmm. so um, I think that's another gift that hip hop has given us. And right, and we're seeing it. Use the word manifest. We're seeing it in these um, later and current generations. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's beautiful to to be able to you know be in a room with an executive from whatever 
uh, Xerox to mm -hmm. AT&T and you've got attorneys that have uh, been influenced by hip hop, went to school, came back, and now they work at BET. And, right. You know, it's just generations of people who have been uh, hopefully inspired, mm -hmm. but also influenced in, in many ways by hip hop. And they get to give back in any form mm -hmm. that they that they choose. But uh, more importantly, they just it, it's important to me that as we get older, that we feed into the younger generation the good things mm -hmm. that we were the positivity mm -hmm. that we were able to extract yeah. from hip hop and put into our own lives and situations. And so I think we just need to keep telling the good story. So can I tell you a personal example? One of my students, um, I often have music playing in my office. Okay. It's I'm just the way it is. Right? It just is that. Right. Um, and one of my students was coming um, by just, you know, for a chat and knew, you know, how I love music. I think Missy was playing. And she was like, Dr. G, if you like Missy, let me put you on. So opens her <laughs> laptop. Mm -hmm. And then introduces me to um, Tierra Wack. Mm -hmm. And we I was, literally just got off the phone. With no her. kidding. <laughs> Listen, I was like, oh my god! And and she was talking about like, no, no, no. Look, this is how this connects. Mm -hmm. You know what she wants to be? A graphic artist. Okay. And that's part of what she loves, right? And mm -hmm. so I was like, yes. Yeah. So when I talk about this idea of these intergenerational kind of connections. Um, you know, they don't have to do what we did. They don't have to do it the way we did it or even in our platform. But I love that moment of connection and discovery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And that we're able to share that with right. our students. Dr. Wow. G. So you are now working with a five-year-old, which for me is Little like. Little band, band. Yeah. Isn't it something? It's like. It is. It's so. I really don't like the term magic um, because. You know, there's so much that we do behind the scenes. We do hard work, yeah. you know, so nothing is really magical about it. Um, but there are miracles. There are s small miracles that happen throughout the day. And if you pay attention, you can be touched and struck by them all the time. Mm -hmm. And Van Van is a little miracle to me. Um, she is such a blessing to our team and certainly to her family. And so we're looking to really do some great, uh, some great work with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you, what would be your message to young people um, right now? You know, this is a really interesting moment mm -hmm. in our nation. Yeah, it's a it's a hard one, and I think mm -hmm. um, this isn't related only to young people, right? Mm -hmm. But I always feel like the promise lies in in young people and their energy, right? So I usually try to start there. Mm -hmm. What words of encouragement would you give to young people who are living in this moment right now and may feel discouraged? Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, in the higher ed space, mm -hmm. we've had some losses. We had um, just this year two black women who were presidents of universities die suddenly mm -hmm. um another who was a, a vice president a provost mm -hmm. um who died by suicide mm -hmm. um <laughs> it is alleged that she was being bullied in her role mm -hmm. right um 
We have a university president who eventually resigned. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Right? After um, some pretty intense attacks. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so what do you say to young people who are really just trying to navigate the moment um, and who may be asking, well, why should I be excellent? Mm. Why should I risk or dare to fly that close to the sun right. if it exposes me in such a way that I am vulnerable mm. um, to being taken down by people who um, have malicious intent? Right. What do we say that gives them kind of a, a, a hope or a vision for the future? Um first thing I think of is Proverbs 3, mm-hmm. 5, on. and 6, right? Um, to lean not on your own understanding, mm-hmm. but also to understand that excellence is not optional. Mm-hmm. It is a must. And there will always be uh, opposition. And we have learned to got, have to get over it, above it, under it, around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it permeating like water. And being malleable enough to move when you need to move Mm -hmm. and to stay put when you need to stay put. It takes patience and it takes really being in touch with your inner self, Mm -hmm. your inner God, God himself, Mm -hmm. because he speaks. And if our world is quiet enough to be able to hear what it is that we innately already know, Mm -hmm. then we can move accordingly. And we can feel accomplished when we move because we did the right thing and we move when he said to move. Um, And I know that may sound a bit esoteric to some and not enough uh, meat and potato to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not talking dressing. I'm talking meat and potato. Like This is the mainstay and that is your connection to your source of power, which is God. And there are so many stories throughout the Bible that we know of mm-hmm. where people were met with opposition and had to somehow um, dig into their well of knowledge and their and their knowingness and stay close to those. If you feel like you don't know, stay close to those who do. And because, you know, your connection with God may not be strong enough, so He's given you people around you that you can latch on to mm-hmm. and don't mind you being latched. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. can tell when the love is real. And so sometimes you have to get your your source of power through someone else who is really connected to God. And yeah. that's fine, too. Yeah. But I think it all starts there. And then also what it is that you focus on. If you're focusing on the negativity of a situation, it can lead you to a um more of a um, microscopic view mm-hmm. of what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it's right there in your face as opposed to thinking of how how do I make this situation work for me? And how within it can I align with allies? And And that's when you also have to hear that voice because many people will come to you in the vision of an ally and not be that's, that's right <laughs> yeah, this is that's chess right. we're playing right you know this game this game of life because that's what it is you got to figure out who are your opponents mm-hmm. 
You got to figure out who are your allies, who you're playing with, because uh, you don't want to offend the wrong people. Right. Because then forever and a day you're looking over your shoulders trying to figure out who's coming. But the truth is get right with yourself. If you are right, and what I mean by that is making righteous decisions mm -hmm. that you know can affect other people, um, you're on a road to much more uh, successful times than not. And successful doesn't always mean a pocket full of money, mm -hmm. but it means feeling good about yourself and being able to take care of what you need to take care of. So I told Russ what my favorite song was, right? Mm -hmm. But there were others that I also really loved and were really significant at the time. So I think about Poor Georgie. Mm -hmm. And this ability to kind of talk about, like when I think about hip hop, it, it was part um, documentary, part criticism, right? Some social uh, criticism, commentary, and resistance. Um, but there was a way I think that you talked about, Hey, this is what's happening in my neighborhood. This mm -hmm. is what's happening in my reality right now. Mm -hmm. That was different, right? Like, Hey, pay attention. Mm -hmm. This is, um, this is detrimental to my just existence, my being. Right. Um, so the question might be like, even thinking about like, so how, how do you put pen to paper to write that rhyme? Right. Or, um, one oh, of my favorite. Georgie, yeah. Yeah. About. Yeah. Um, especially at that moment when that's a conversation we needed to have, whether it would have been like the way my our grandma was used to say, like whether it was a house business, like we needed to have that conversation. <laughs> right. But it was kind of public. Right. right? Well, I mean, true to my heart has always been an anti-drug message. Mm -hmm. So anywhere that that kind of becomes a discussion, that will filter in. And so with Poor Georgie, I had listened to Toto's version of Georgie Porgie forever. Mm -hmm. my, my uncle used to play that on his um, on his record player. And I was in love with that music. So when DJ Doc played the music for me, I knew... Um, I knew that if I could become a part of it somehow, that would be great. So just listening to the music, it told me what to talk about. Mm -hmm. And because there were so many instances in my neighborhood where people were, you know, just growing old way before their time yeah, yeah. And, uh, due to drugs and alcohol and all of the rest of it. So I just created a, a story that, you know, we at the end we lost Georgie. Yes. But I was just trying to leave a pronounced uh impact mm -hmm. on the listener or or profound impact on the listener so that they could really question whether mm -hmm. or not they needed to participate in drugs or alcohol because of the dangers yeah. that were involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was when we were still storytelling. Yeah. Like, I, I really love that moment in hip-hop. So this will be my, my last question mm -hmm. for Russ, cause it's, and it's my personal question. Mm -hmm. So you are the voice of the Grammys. Mm -hmm. I was watching the Grammys, yeah. and I was really struck, right? We talk about, like, black music is American music, but baby, if you watch the Grammys this year and you didn't see that, mm -hmm. your left eye and your right eye owe you some things, <laughs> right? So um, there were a couple of moments for me um, 
So the tribute moment is always, you know, it's kind of heavy, right? Because we're like, okay, these are the people that we've lost and we know how that's going to be. And those, you know, people who are connected to those folks. Mm-hmm. Um, love Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, his tribute for Tony Bennett, excellent, right? You could tell like he, these are men that loved and admired each other, each other mm-hmm. right? Um, losing Sinead O'Connor, rough, right? Because again, I remember growing up, but honey... And not just because I'm from New Orleans, Mm -hmm. but that John Baptiste, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. It's something about the power of music to shift energy. Mm -hmm. And I watched the energy shift. That's right. And and it is. um, It's the musicianship. Yes. Right. But even I saw him talking to two audiences, the one that was in that room, the those who were viewing, like, listen, I know mm-hmm. it's really hard right now. Mm-hmm. And also, let me show you how we get through it, right? Mm-hmm. For, and Nesby, by the way, like, now if you go, <laughs> we gonna do a thing, let's that bring Ann Nesby. <laughs> and who we did it? Yeah. Were you jumping up and down? Because I was in my bedroom like, listen. Yeah, you know what? I just thought, how uncanny that, you know, John Baptiste comes on the scene. If, I mean, he's been working all of his life. Yes. But it's, it's always like a coming out party for someone who has been working in the trenches. That's right. And then they finally get recognized and then they get embraced. Mm-hmm. And he has truly been embraced by the music business, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. And and the, grant, the Recording Academy. Because, you know, his family at home, yes. like... We've known them, well, I guess forever. Right, right, right. And so to see him on a world platform now is another scenario, but we understand why. And that is, I saw him go from, I think he did three different numbers Mm -hmm. in that that presentation. And as he excelled through it, he was able to lead his band into the next moment of revelation and evolution and elevation. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was everything. And when you ended with, you know, optimistic with Ann Nesby, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis to ha- to see him have his moment. Did you see his boots? Of course. Now, co- okay, so I got to tell you, I'm one of the executives of The Wiz. Yes. And of course, those boots mm-hmm. are the whole story of, you know, taking over the witch's power. That's right. And being able to yield it, wield it for good. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly how I saw those boots that he had on his feet as he moved throughout that stage. It was like nothing can stop him representing us from elevating. So you know what that comes from? Light, you got to come to New Orleans. Okay. And I'm going to take you to a second line. Oh, right. This is our tradition. Right. So this is how it starts, right? right? Like there is sorrow, profound sorrow. You've lost this person that you love, mm-hmm. right? And we have a, ser- a service. We have the funeral dirge, which is very solemn, mm-hmm. soulful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, when you get to the grave site, they in New Orleans, we call it cut the body loose. Mm, mm-hmm. And then it's on. Right. Second and then one. we proceed mm-hmm. through a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really that moment that you saw in that space. Mm-hmm. Imagine walking through an entire neighborhood. And um, when I was a girl, um, 
if you heard that sound, mm-hmm. it was a couple things. And my mama loves the second line. Mm-hmm. Like she loves the second line. Like she's left us. Okay. She's gone. Because when she hears the music, you're supposed to already know this is not a drill. But I remember, um, you know, you could be in your house. And if you heard, um, usually the the second liners, mm-hmm. right, the, those of us who are the revelers were following the procession. Mm-hmm. You might have just a bottle and a stick and you're keeping time following. Mm-hmm. If you heard a tambourine. Mm-hmm. The trumpet, mm-hmm. literally turn off what you were cooking. Like you will run Stop. out of your house and you follow. Okay. The man. And it really does have that transformative power of like, this is not a pretty moment. Right. This does not feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. And yet. We're going to find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I watched it on TV, I saw literally the people jumping out of their seat, right? Mm -hmm. Is there something um, about transformation? And so in some ways, I guess that did connect to the previous question I asked you about, right? Like just being present and open, Mm -hmm. right? When that breakthrough happens, like the, yes, just continue to push because excellence is not an option. Mm -hmm. Oh, but when you get to that moment, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. of release, Mm -hmm. Um, and your spirit feels free. We talk about freedom movements, the power of music and freedom movements. Mm-hmm. Man, that's such an experience. Yeah. Um, and so, real talk. Now you come to New Orleans, we're gonna eat at my mama's house. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I love that you were able to make that um, correlation between what it was that I felt mm-hmm. and what it was that it is. Yeah. And what you know, you all grew up with in New Orleans. It, and we it, learned that. Yeah, he, he took us through what he knew mm-hmm. and what he knows. Mm-hmm. And so he did a fantastic job because I felt that. I felt us going through the levels mm-hmm. of release. How'd y'all collect yourselves? Because it went to commercial for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we probably used that commercial okay. to get it back together. <laughs> all good. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of the series. We will talk more um, deeply about um, freedom movements, mm-hmm. our civil rights histories, uh, uh, lessons, um, our connection to music. Um, as a site of resistance um, and a civil rights project. I thank you, Russ, for letting me come back yes. and kick it with you thank another you. day. Thank you for leading the conversation, MC Light. An honor to have you on our program today. Thank pleasure. you very much. Thank you. And I'll just remind people that Light is here as part of the Dr. William G. Anderson Slavery to Freedom Lecture Series, the signature celebration of Black History Month mm-hmm. on the MSU campus. Much more at osteopathicmedicine.msu.com. Yes. Dot edu. Mm-hmm. And Y'all I'm come Ru- see us tonight yes. at 5 All right. in the Kellogg Center. I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.